Welcome to another episode of the Ariel's Disciples Fantasy Football League podcast. This is week 8, 2019. Cameron and I are joined by our lovely commissioners, Carter Cowan and Scott Kelly. Uh, set them in alphabetical order because I don't really know if there's a an alpha <laughs> of those two. Um, we'll start with Carter. How you doing, man? Happy to be here. Thanks for inviting me. Absolutely. And Scott? Yeah, man. Good to be here. First time. First time, long time. Yeah. yeah this, is, this is Scott's first time. Of popping his podcast cherry. Uh, proud of us, Cam. Uh, so, you know, we literally just had a trade, uh, the second trade of the day between... Cameron and JTuff, there was one earlier in the day, uh, probably about 30 seconds before this podcast started, uh, Carter got on the line and said, what did I just witness? Um, it looks like you're swapping your whole team. Uh, I want to start the conversation with uh, who is saying that the first trade was collusion? Is that a question for me? I think so, Carter. you know I can't reveal sources. you got to be kidding me. You've got to be kidding me. Cam, what's your take on this whole situation? Um, <clears throat> you know, I, I don't really have a, a take per se, um, but I think I think the person who was complaining about collusion uh, was Carter. Um, I think he's the only one who thought it was collusion. Um, yeah, not, not, not much to it. That's I, so, you know, I think, so boring. So, like, I made, I made, I made the trade. And like within 30 seconds, I had people texting me that uh, they thought I was colluding with JTuff because I, I hosed him, and I had people telling me, you know, what on earth are you, you doing? So I think that's probably the indication of a fair trade, where you have two sides, people taking opposite sides. So absolutely, I I, I think David Johnson's value uh, is at an all-time low, but then again, you may have just you know walked upon a gold mine uh but I, I believe in chase edmonds and i think dj is going to be a solid backup but good for you uh getting into this whole trade debacle um that's really plagued the season uh and we kind of battled through it as a league uh i'm really proud of of everybody and uh and the commissioners were kind of keeping everybody in check uh the slack group was going nuts um carter and scott do you have any comments on uh on the overall trade issue, and, and uh, did you see it as a big problem at the beginning of the year? I'll jump in. Uh, no, I don't think so. I don't think it was a big problem. If anything, it was just annoying. Sorry, Kyle. Um, but the trade ban, whatever the hell that was, uh, trade embargo, trade veto, I don't even remember what you called it. Trade strike, I think that was it. Just annoying, man. You want to hang out and chat. Um... Other than that, no. My, my biggest thing is, like, you know, this is all about keeping up with your friends and whatnot. And just do your friend a solid. If he sends you a text about talking about trades and whatnot, at least say something to him. My God. Yeah, it you've... could be a shitty offer. Just say LMAO, do what the fuck. Yeah. Say something. You've definitely called me out on all the shitty offers I've sent you, and I appreciate you doing that. Um, and you've been vocal about uh, about certain players in the league not responding at all. Uh, you know, whether it be Jason or uh, Dane, um, 
it's it's definitely frustrating. I, I know we've all been there uh, when we're trying to make moves in this league. Um, it makes you wonder what we do all day, doesn't it? I'm curious. I wish I had uh, plenty of time to be able to reach out to these people and at least have the power that you guys have to get them to respond. Yeah, sometimes I feel like I'm annoying. It's like, oh man, they probably think that I want nothing to do with them. Uh, Scott, you've definitely made some trades this year. Uh, uh, have you made any with Kyle? Kyle? No, I don't think so. He sent me a couple offers. Uh, you know, I'm just glad people are trading. You know, I think the the change to commissioner being able to push stuff through kind of accelerated some stuff. People see other people making making deals, and then they go and they go. You know, maybe I can make a few deals. You know, right after Cameron and Jeremy's trade, I got a couple of different people sending me offers. So, so it's all good, you know, keeping people moving. I'd like to see kind of another version of Braxton's graphic where he uh, mapped out kind of where all the players have been. Because I think there are a lot of players who just keep changing hands. So be cool to look at that. Yeah, that'd be a lot of work. Uh, props to him for, for getting that done. I'd like to take some time uh, to kind of offer up a, a state of the union uh, of the league. Uh, so state of the union of the league, I, I got to figure out that acronym. Um, so if you have something prepared, either of you would like to jump in and, and just give your offer or just give your take on where we're at. We're halfway through uh, 2019, our, uh, was this our sixth season as a league? Um, so, and who better to hear from than our, lovely commissioners who've been uh, leading us through all our trials and tribulations. Yeah, you know, I, I do have something that uh, I prepared on behalf of Carter and myself for this. Um, you know, I really would just call it a uh, state of the league. You know, the state of the union is the, the union. So. But... Um... <coughs> <laughs> Fellow governors of the league, I embrace with great satisfaction the opportunity which now presents itself of congratulating you on the present favorable prospects of our season. The recent extension of the important standings change, the rising credit and respectability of our league, the general and increasing goodwill towards the co-commissioners and the concord and plenty with which we are blessed are circumstances auspicious in an eminent degree to our collective prosperity. The welfare of our league is the great object to which our cares and efforts ought to be directed. And Co-Commissioner Cowan and I shall derive great satisfaction from a cooperation with you in the pleasing and arduous task of ensuring to our fellow governors with blessings with which they have a right to expect from a free, efficient, and equal government. Thank you. Best of luck to all. I, I don't... Wow. <laughs> Lots to unpack there. <laughs> Cam, I'll let you start. Um, you know, I thought that was very well written. Um, you are, you are uh, a wordsmith. Yeah, I believe that was from uh, Donald J. Trump. I believe is the, the original writer, perhaps. I'm not sure. I, I paraphrase. Well, um, 
bit awkward. But Scott, you know, this is a the second of uh, you know kind of long speeches that you've given. The first one that uh, you gave, uh, you sent to me. Um, and you know, I, looking back, I I probably should have texted you and asked you if I could send that around to everyone else. But um, it was funny, you know, after our trade fell through. Uh, probably an hour later, DJ literally did the same thing um, to me that I did to you. And so I thought it was a very, very fitting response. So uh, what is your take about going viral in the league? Um, I, I, I think now sending that uh, that long text as a joke is, is pretty funny. But you know, I really, we really haven't talked about uh, what your thoughts were on the whole thing. Yeah, you know, I do think it would have been cool to check with me. Uh, For know, sure. I, I do apologize. Like, uh, thank you. I feel like a good chunk of uh, the interactions that we have, you know, between league members, some of those are more private than others. You know, I, I felt like that was kind of just a conversation between the two of us. You know, stuff happens. Things get out there. You know, it's no big deal. Um, I, you and I, we've buried the hatchet. We've moved on. We're both good here. Um, God, how did we bury the hatchet? I, you know, I think this is important. Oh, you mean where uh, where I was the bigger man and, and apologized, or uh... you uh, came to me, you bent the knee, you kissed my ring, uh, you rolled over, I pet your belly, and we're all good. So Jesus Christ, some would <laughs> well, I, you know, I some would say that's Scott being the bigger man. <laughs> I had a fatal flaw in all of this where I forgot that over the past few years you've really taken a lot of uh, you've taken a master class in trolling from Kyle and. Carter, um, via Xbox. Carter. Yeah, you know, <laughs> it's all uh, Carter. <laughs> you know, from the, the building walls in front of people on uh, Fortnite or, you know, the spamming the chat and smite, you know, you, you've learned a lot, and I am proud of you for that. Um, but, you know, that, that was my flaw. Yeah, I forgot that that's who you are now. <laughs> well, thank you. Um like I said, you accepted my apology. I accepted yours. Once again, looking back on the whole thing, I just should have sent you a text. I mean, like, hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna start sending this around. But like, I, I think it was all, all in good fun. So. Yeah, exactly. We're good. Um, you know, that's a that's a lesson for the rest of the league. You know, uh, make sure uh, you just communicate with each other. That's the that's the important part. You know, speaking of communications, I've just issued my first apology to uh, Commissioner 1, and uh, now I think I, I owe Commissioner 1A an apology as well. Um, Carter, uh, sp speaking directly to you, um, I am sorry that I misquoted you on the Slack channel. Now, um, I'm being the bigger man, as Scott said earlier, but uh, to clarify, Carter never offered to, to throw a week for me. So... Um, I took his quote out of context, and for that, I, Carter, I would like to apologize for you, to you. I'm, I'm very sorry. That's so big of you. I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, it, on the pod, uh, we do kind of speak sometimes irrationally. Um, it's so tough, right? Like, it's so tough when you're just, like, going and firing from the hips to yeah. make sure that everything's 100% accurate. And credit to Kyle, because... I mean, he's he's made me just like question everything, <laughs> second guess myself constantly. So, um, but yeah, it, it it's tough. Okay, 
Uh, so, Scott, we brought up the in your speech, in your State of the League, you brought up the change in standings. Um, was it last week that we saw the first uh, change from ESPN standings? And uh, I assume they're still different from uh, from our league standings this going into this week. Uh, no, it's come up a couple times, kind of one or two here and there. Uh, this week, there's a couple big ones. Uh, ben Pearson is significantly higher in our standings than uh, than in the ESPN original version. Uh, and the thing that we all joked about happening is actually happening right now, where Kyle, because of the new standings, is first team out. So that's always fun. Uh, you love yeah, that, you love to that, see it. That meaty section of the bell curve, um, teams kind of, you know, fighting for those last couple playoff spots. That's where you're really seeing people shift around in there a little bit. So it's gonna it's gonna be interesting here coming down the next uh, second half of the season. Yeah, Carter, do you think it has increased participation uh, overall uh, with the fact that you're really kind of rooting for not just uh, the team you're playing against to do bad, but uh, basically everybody else in the league um, and how you're stacking up. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. My current position is not great. Um, And being that this is the first year with this new standings, I can't tell if I'm still in it or or if I'm not in it. You know, in the previous years, you could look and see, well, you know, six losses, sometimes even seven losses can land you a playoff spot. And granted, we do have an extra seventh spot this year, but I think it's tough to tell if, if myself will make it and I know Scott's only two points out of the playoffs, but he's, I don't know, man. Like, it's looking tough. I think I'm looking at the right standings. Scott, correct yeah. me if I'm wrong. Yeah, no, that's it. Um, yeah. I mean, through the first half of the season here, I've been thinking about it this way. There are 28 points that were available this so far up to this point. Uh, Dano has 27. So if there's one week where you didn't get that fourth point. Jesus, you got to love to see it. The back half of the season, there's another 28 points available. So I don't see anyone out yet unless, you know, it'll get to the point where the number of points that are available for you to gain, you know, isn't enough for you to actually, like, make it into that last spot. So that's kind of the way I've been looking at it. That is a but great way. Blew my, you just blew my mind. Yeah, yeah. me too. That was some hashtag <laughs> analysis right there. I was like, oh, my God. That that helps so much. And now because I can do math and see who's... Really, eliminated really right that really puts dano's team so far into perspective yeah yeah dominating but does it make me feel good that there's still 28 points available for other people i don't like that Um, i I don't like that i want that to change obviously there are certain (laughs) things with matchups and things like that where i'm not taking that into consideration but just kind of high level there's 28 points on the board still um well, that if Jacob won every game and he he would walk away with twenty nine points, you know, he won every game and was in the top half for the rest of the season. Well, technically, technically, there's twenty four points. We've because it's thirteen weeks, um, so that makes me feel a little bit better. Ah, yeah, you're right. All right, all right, but that that's good to know. There goes Scott's math. Now I don't believe any of it. No, no, it it all still makes sense, and it's good to know. I think the rest of the league is really going to appreciate this. But yeah, speaking of math and standings, please, and yeah, thanks Kyle mainly, shout out. Check my math in these standings, because when I do these, I, it's a, after a long day, 
come home from work and I plop down and I try and do it. And sometimes I mess up. Kyle's caught it a couple of times. I think even the times that made him look better than he was actually supposed to be, he let me know. So, yeah, this is for everyone to take a look and check the math. Yeah. Um, I mean, a lot of people read at 14 points, and so the tiebreaker, I guess, is points four, as we see. Um, it's it's going to be super interesting going down the stretch. <sighs> All right, with that, I think we can get into this week's matchups. I'm not sure. I, 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 I have something else to bring up. Ooh, okay. If you don't mind. I know, please. I, bring it up. Bring I kind of want to talk about it with the commissioners. Um, and I, I hate to just kind of pile on this guy, but, but I'm going to. But right now, we have a team in the league who is on a historically bad run. I know what you're thinking. Oh, it's Jay Tough. It's Jacob. No, it's, it's Jason Stating. Jason has not scored over a hundred points since week one. Okay, that's fine. You got a bad team. I try to text. You know, Julio Jones is, is my golden goose. I've been trying to trade for Julio, you know, for weeks now. So I texted Jason this week and said, "Hey, um, you know, what's it going to take for Julio?" And the man's response through the last six weeks, who hasn't scored over a hundred points, was, "Julio's not for sale." Um, my team's just injured. We're going to get right. I have a good team. And I don't know if this is just fantasy hubris gone wrong. Like if Jason, li- you know, just looks at his team week after week and he's like, damn, you know, this is great. You know, it's unfortunate that DJ kind of reinforces his behavior by throwing up a stinker and letting Jason win with, you know, 80-ish points. But I just kind of want to get y'all's take on it because I, I really think that this team will go down as the worst team in the history of the league. And this is coming from the person who, according to Dano, currently holds the uh, lowest um, – he scored the least amount of points uh, in the history of the league on a week basis. So I think he scored 46 points. I, I didn't do a great job of articulating 49 that, points. Uh, we really, 49 thought, points. really thought Jeremy was going to pull it off last night. <laughs> I think we were all rooting for Jameson Crowder not to catch anything. Uh, when I say we all, uh, just Cameron, Scott, and I. Uh, but luckily, Jeremy pulled it out. So – yeah. Yeah, I mean, this is this is a uh, you know historically bad team. So we have you know this this year is crazy. We have a team that potentially can go zero and thirteen for the first time ever, and I, I think there has to be some sort of punishment if a team does that. And we also have a team uh, that I think by the end of the year will post uh, the to- the lowest total points for. Um, and you know, what do you guys think about the the state of the league? You know, is there is the separation between the good players and the bad players growing, or is this just kind of a weird thing that's happening? I think we have personally. I, go for it, Scott. Uh, oh, I was just gonna say, I feel like it's kind of a a bit of a it's just kind of a weird year, you know. I mean, I was looking at the uh, the averages kind of week to week uh, earlier today. Pull that up. And, you know, last week, the, the median score that got you that bonus point was if you beat 100 points, basically. Um, back in week one, it, you needed 118. So, you know, it's, it, it's fluctuating. It's up and down. I will say some things that I did look at earlier. I texted Cameron about this before. Um, looking at a bit of uh, standard deviations and some uh, on who's the most consistent. Uh, Jason is the fourth most consistent player this year. Not necessarily consistently good, but consistent. So, he's doing something. I will also 
give a little nod to uh, the GCG, which will be coming out here shortly. Hating uh, <laughs> is the in fact guest colonist. Oh Jesus! I can't wait. Uh, oh great! <laughs> can all look forward to that. It, it'll be coming out here uh, probably Thursday afternoon. Um, but yeah, no, I mean it's it's not necessarily a bad thing. I don't think the gap is growing or anything. I mean. People are getting better. Some people are. Will could make the playoffs this year. Still looking strong. So, uh, Carter, you have anything? Yeah, I do think that the teams at the top are, you know, heads and shoulders above the teams in the bottom, you know, third of the league. Um, but other than that, you know, I agree with it. You know, I think the top three teams, even four teams, with DJ and Dane kind of tied there for that third spot, essentially. Once you get past that, it's kind of just like its own tier of mush, right? And then you have Jeremy and Jacob <laughs> in the bottom. Or, well, I guess Jason as well, who's gotten lucky with an 87-point win and a 90-point win. Crazy. So, yeah, I really think spots, what, 4 through, I don't know, 10, 11? I don't think there's a lot actually separating it in terms of you know, team quality. It's really just who can perform week in and week out. Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, Carter, your your team is to me the best example of that. On paper, it's it's beautiful. I'm looking at it right now. I mean, you just have like a level talent across the board, but just haven't been able to figure it out. So I have faith in your team, but I agree. I think uh, you know, since now that there are seven playoff spots, I think four, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, five through seven will be uh, you know it will be very very competitive to see who gets in. And then I'm also really interested. Uh, to see how the the new seating system will work, um, so I'm I'm excited for the the new changes. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, just building on your point, not to toot my own horn or anything, but if you look at like the average scores, if like every player's average score on my team, and you take that score, I'm in like 130 to 135 points a week, which is which just means that every week like three players go off, and then the rest of my team is like shit, you know. Carter, if it helps in terms of consistency, you are uh, you're in twelfth. You are one oh, of the yeah. least consistent. Peaks and valleys, baby. I am, I am fourteen though. I am the least consistent player here. Yeah, I, I think you should post those consistency rankings, Scott. I want people to feel good and bad about themselves later tonight. I can do that. Thank you. Well, it's going to be exciting. I think we, we need to have a, a chat later. Uh, we'll take it offline um, about how we are going to do uh, the announcement of uh, of the picks of who the two and three seed would like to play. Um, I think it's going to be a uh, – I mean, trash talk is going to be at an all-time high uh, at that point. Um, I like to say I've kept it really humble this year being at the top, but uh, – I really want to beat the living shit out of DJ this week. Um, I don't think there's a... I just want to get that out there. I, I really do respect a lot of people in this league, but um, I hope he listens to this and uh, and knows that I, I would like to murder him. That was my plug for the week. Thank you. Cam, do you have any other questions for our commissioners? Um... No, you know, I, I think that that covers it. I think you guys do do a very good job. Um, it, I think it's 
It's a bit weird having two commissioners still. Um, there's sometimes where I'll, I'll run to Carter, sometimes I'll run to Scott. Uh, but I think you guys handle everything, uh, you know, really, really well. So I, w I would like to, to thank you guys for, for all that you do. I know it's a lot of work. And uh, thank you for, uh, you know, putting up with um, all the crap the league gives you because you guys uh, are a very important part of the league. So Appreciate it. Yes, thank you for your service. You guys work so hard. <laughs> okay, we'll jump into uh, matchups for this week. Um, Scott, did you have a uh, matchup of the week that you're planning for your Glitch Crab, Glitch Crab Gazette? Uh, I honestly haven't looked that far in advance yet. Okay, well, I, uh, I have, I have a. We'll start with a. Right. We'll start with a really bad one. Zero uh, and seven Jacob going up against five and two Dane. Uh, do we have to do analysis on this? Question one. Um, it's an even week, so Dane should not put up a lot of points. So I think Jacob's going to win this one. First one of the year. And I think JTEP's going to lose, and Wills are back in play. Uh, I think I'd love to see it. I don't see it happening uh, at all. I think Hopkins is back on track, even though we lost this week. Uh, Oakland has got a terrible defense. We saw what Aaron Rodgers did over there, Jeremy's Packers. So, uh, yeah, I think Dane, uh, Dane covers and wins uh, handedly. Carter Scott? I've been taking, I've been taking Jacob entirely, like, week after week, hoping he would get that win. Not working. Maybe I'm cursing him. I'm going to pick Dane. I think Dane's team is better. Maybe I'm the reason Jacob keeps losing. So, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Dude, I picked Dane to be one of the top teams in this league at the beginning of the year. I can't go against that now. Sorry, Jacob, but your team looks like a doo-doo. But I feel like he's in the same kind of situation I am. One week, two or three of his players will go off, and the rest of his team won't do anything. So I really feel for him on that. Sad, sad, sad. But at least Dane might win the award uh, next year's draft for least amount of Slack messages. Uh, it's going to come down to him and Elmo, so we'll see what happens. All right. Next. Does he listen to this? Can we get a shout-out from Dane if he hears this? Man. Um, odds he listens to, listens to this got to be 25 to 1. No way. No way. But you heard it here, Dane. I, I think he's probably I think he's probably the only person in the league who doesn't listen to it. Honestly. Elmo does. He always responds when we, we call him out, so you hate to see it. Alright, next we're gonna go yeah. Braxton and Ben. Braxton's sitting at four and three. Uh, and Ben is sitting at three and four. Tough loss last week. I don't know who Ben was playing, but I know his team did not do well. Um, but Ben has projected 122 points going up against a projection of 109 from Braxton. But Braxton does have Chase Edmonds, the starting running back for the Arizona Cardinals. So um, I think I have to stick with my take that DJ is the new backup. And uh, I think I have to take Braxton here. Yeah, you know, um, I disagree with you on that take, but we don't have to get into it. We got into it offline, where I think I my argument was superior. Um, for this matchup, you know, I think Ben is – I'm just amazed. You know, he started 0-2. I thought his team was horrible. Um, he's really turned it around. 
Braxton, he's got a lot of A players, but a lot of, like, players, in my opinion, who aren't that great. Um, Duke Johnson, Curtis Samuel. Austin Eckler will fall off eventually, so I'm taking Ben uh, to upset Braxton this week. Wow. Scott, do you have a pick for this match? I'll, I'll, I'll go. I thought Scott was going to go. Uh, yeah, I'm taking Ben. I think he's got what it takes this week. I mean, his running backs are stacked right now. So. And I can't let the team that has Butker win after I let him go like that. Bro. Sorry, Brax. No, I, I think I'm going to take Braxton. He's uh, getting some of his uh, big names back finally. Getting healthy. Uh, I think he's, his team's going to make a run. All right. Next, we have Jeremy Tufnell, uh, whose team, I don't even know what it looks like now. I guess I should just pull up Cam's roster against Kyle. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think you make a change, you're probably going to win. Uh, that's just kind of the way the world works. Um, and I just don't think Kyle's team is that good. Uh, important case, he's not in the uh, top seven for the standings. He's just been uh, getting lucky. So I'm taking Jeremy in this one. Our wills are the opportunity for the wills are going down. Yeah, you know, I think I think for me, Kyle's team revolves so much around uh, Zeke. Zeke's on a bye. Um, JTuff now has the the number two running back and the number two wide receiver on his team. Um, the big upgrades for him. Uh, so I'm going to take Jay Tuff uh, to win this one. Yeah, I just I completely agree with all that. Jeremy's got it. I'm sticking to my guns. I want Kyle to win. I want a free will. I, I love the hope you have. All right, next we'll jump into uh, – no, we'll save that one for the end. We'll, we'll do uh, Elmo against Cam. Uh, Cam, I don't know what your team looks like, but uh, I don't think I'm worried about your team versus Elmo. Uh, Elmo may make a trade with me. Uh, he made me an offer. I accepted. Um, but getting Elmo to follow through on anything is is really hard to do. So, uh, yeah, I think, Cam, uh, you got you get, you get a bye week problem here uh, with your quarterback. I don't know who you're going for. Uh, Hurt. Because my favorite quarterback <laughs> of all time. Um, all right, knowing that, uh, if you get Kirk Cousins, I think I have to take uh, Cameron Metzger. Yeah, for me, um, I'm, I'm very interested to see uh, how my team kind of shapes out the rest of the season. Um, I definitely trade it, uh, you know, for the playoffs. Um, but, you know, if Elmo. Elmo's got a real issue at running back, so um, unless he he makes some moves, I I think I have this one. Cameron. Scott. Are you going to be sticking with the Indianapolis defense? Uh, Yeah, they're my defense for pretty much the rest of the year. All right, then I'm going to pick you. (laughs) Because you all know defense wins championships. Only for Scott Kelly. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> He's got the got the tenth best fantasy player in the league, and it's a defense. Gotta love it. Yeah, picking Cam on this one. Elmo's team is looking like hot garbage right now. 
Ugh. All right. Uh, next, we'll do my matchup against DJ. I'm seven and zero. Um, I uh, I know that McCaffrey's back from a bye. Uh, I don't believe in Melvin Gordon. I don't believe in Terry McLaurin. I hope Indy's defense shuts down Cortland Sutton. And Austin Hooper has probably Matt Schaub throwing to him, so you know there's three pick sixes in that game. I'm feeling really good about my matchup. And I'm feeling really good about my team. Yeah. Um, for me, this is this is a really tough week for you, Dano, matchup-wise. Um, I think New England will shut down the, um, the Browns running game and force Baker to throw it. Um, you know, it's going to it's going to be close. I, I haven't believed in your team all year, Dano. I kind of have a different take on Matt Schaub. I think that helps Austin Hooper a lot because Matt Schaub will just target the tight end. Um, so I think this is going to be close. This is two of the elite teams going at it. Um, but man, Dano, it's tough to pick against your team. So I'm going to have to take you in the, the victory this week. Thank you, sir. I have no evidence for this, but I just feel like this is a trap game for you. Uh, so I'm going to pick DJ. You would, Scott. I'm going to actually join sides with my fellow co-commissioner here and say I think this week DJ looks good. I think it doesn't matter who DJ starts as his quarterback this week. He's still going to win. Ooh. As long as he starts a starting quarterback, he's going to have enough points to win. <laughs> okay. All right, we're 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 going to keep on rolling. Uh, I appreciate your concerns. And, uh, and we'll move on to the next matchup. Uh, Wild Bill took his first loss in five weeks last week going up against Carter Cowan. Uh, I, I don't know what your team name is. Fire, fire, trash, trash, fire, fire. Um, I don't know if it's a dumpster fire. Is that is that what we're going for? <laughs> uh, I don't even know anymore. My team is a dumpster fire. Yeah, dumpster fire, hot trash. I I think I think the matchups are beautiful for your team. Uh, obviously, Kittle's not going to be playing in a hurricane. Uh, I, I mean, I I think we're all sad to see what's happening to Joe Mixon. I think he had uh, ten carries for like five yards last week or something. Um, and then Kyler Murray won't do that bad again uh, all year, um, unless Chase Edmonds just keeps getting this run that he's getting because he's just. A phenomenal running back. Um, I think Wild Bill's luck has ran out. Um, I loved riding that train for a while, but I'm um, taking Carter in this matchup. You know, I would love to take Carter, um, but we all know that Will Hodges wins on defense. He has the Pittsburgh Steeler defense going up against Miami. I expect Pittsburgh to be his highest scoring player, and I expect Will to win this week. Um, unfortunately for Carter, it seems like your your luck is just not here this week or this year. Um, so I'm I'm taking Will. Back. He's gonna keep riding it. Will's getting the win. Y'all are fucking crazy. I feel like this is the one week that I actually have a good shot. You know, all my players have pretty favorable matchups minus T. Y. Hilton this week. But, I mean, how do you go against the team of Destiny? Like, I'm picking Will. <laughs> <sighs> Guys, you got to be more realistic. Ugh. All right. Uh, finally, uh, two, three, and four teams going up against each other. We have Jason going up against Scott. 
Whew. Gotta go with Scott Kelly here. Um, don't really want to look at Jason's team every time I look at it. I just feel sad for Julio Jones. Um, it's probably why he's not performing well. Um, yeah, Scott, Stefan Diggs is coming into his own. Uh, Adam Thielen may not play this week, so it just means more targets for Diggs. Uh, you got you got Cleveland coming off a bye. Freddie Kitchens is going to know exactly what to do against New England. I think New England takes its first loss. Uh, sorry, Scott. It's going to happen. What? Yeah. I, I'm, hot take city here, okay? That's a hot take. Hot take city. Uh, Baker comes in to Foxborough and upsets the Pats. Whew. Okay. Um, that's my pick. I'm taking, uh, oh, well, I mean, my real pick is Scott. Yeah. Okay. Well, you made one bad pick and one good pick. I think it's a crazy take to say the Browns are going to beat the Patriots uh, in New England. Um, I I will get physically ill if Jason wins again. Um, his team is horrible. Every time he wins, he gets uh, – you know, he gets really high on his team. He doesn't want to trade it away. It's his precious little players who can't put up more than 100 points. So, Scott, um, I I need you to win the league or win this game for the good of the league um, because we need, like, like a little kid, we need to teach Jason a lesson. You can't continue to field bad teams and get good results. So, Scott, I, I am rooting for you more than I'm rooting for my own team this week. that I'm probably going to lose now. That's just kind of the way that works, I feel like. Um, but no, I'm I'm taking myself on this one. Uh, feeling good. You know, I survived. I uh, got the win last week with some pretty bad bye weeks. So. Team's back. Feeling good. Gonna, gonna roll with it. So I fought tooth and nail last week to try and trade with Jason. And ultimately, it was just a kicker-for-kicker trade, and he wouldn't take it. Therefore, I have to go with Scott on this one, just despite Jason. You hate to see it. Well, some good matchups. We're halfway through the season. I really appreciate uh, our commissioners for coming on uh, for Week 8's episode, and Scott for coming on for the first time. Uh, Cam... Carter, Scott, do you have any parting words for the podcast? Uh, guys, what I, what I will say to everyone is the league is more fun when we are interacting with each other. Um, don't be afraid to text back, to make trades, to have fun, play fast and loose. Um, yeah, that's all I got. Yeah, I'd agree. Communicate, have fun. Good luck to everyone this week. Thanks for having me on. Read the GCG. Scott, the... the... Actually, I, I, Scott, Carter, I, before I interrupt you, Scott, the whole league is wondering, has been wondering for weeks, what is the Glitch Crab, the glitch crab Gang? Oh, man, I can't believe we didn't bring this yeah. question up earlier. Just a bunch of guys trying hard, doing what they can, trying to put some good in the world, buddy. I, I'm so confused. I'm confused even more now. I don't even know how to follow up, have a follow-up question, so...
<laughs> we tried. And Carter, Carter, any parting words? Before you make your parting words, are we going to get power ranking slash tiers this week? It looks like we're trending that way. Yeah, dude, I'm not gonna lie, it's it's tough. Been doing this for like what? four, five, maybe even six years. Like, that's a lot of content to come up with off the top of my head every single week. And honestly, I was probably 75% away done with last week's. And I looked over and I, and I just thought, like, it wasn't good. It wasn't funny, so it wasn't even worth sitting out there. So I think I have something cooking right now, so I guess you could say I've been working on it for three weeks. <laughs> so it'll be good, at least I hope. But in terms I'm sure it'll of, be great. You know, final words, or I guess parting words, Go ahead and make sure, you're, like Kim says, you're, this is all about communication. Don't be scared to sell, tell someone no or to fuck off if it's a bad trade. I'd rather hear that than just crickets or, oh, I'm busy, let me get back to you after these meetings tomorrow. Love those words. Uh, thank you again for coming on. Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, you know, as per usual, send Cam and I uh, a text if you want to come on next week's episode. Uh, we're going strong eight weeks in a row. Proud of everybody here at the podcast community. Uh, shout out to my producer, my dog. He's doing a great job. Uh, good luck, everybody, and we'll talk to you next week.